to another daily walk. We're going to hold the microphone really close today because I'm in a public park. I'm in a city. It's the only place I could find, but there's other people around. I don't want to disturb them with my usual loud ranting and raving. So we're going to go ahead and keep this one a little quiet today, especially since we're in California and I might talk about things that could possibly be against the law in this place. But you never know. So, anyway, let's go ahead and chat about the Watchmen. Uh, this is, um, Ezekiel is my favorite of the major Old Testament prophets. And I just, I have spent more time studying more parts of Ezekiel deeper than I have most other places. And so, really what I wanted to talk about here is just one thing that I have read uh, just the other day. I think yesterday as I was starting the book of Ezekiel again. Of course, it appears later on as well. So the same message, effectively the exact same message is repeated twice. One of them is in Ezekiel three seventeen to 19, and the other one is in Ezekiel 33, starting in verse 2, roughly down to like verse 7, verse 8. We're going to read, just because they're effectively identical in verses, we're going to just go ahead and read... Um, uh, read just the one in three seventeen to 19 as our text, and then we'll explain what we mean by this. Son of man, I have appointed you as a watchman to the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, warn them from me. When I say to the wicked, you will surely die, and you do not warn him or speak out to warn the wicked from his wicked way that he may live, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I shall require at your hand. Yet, if you have warned the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way, he shall surely die in his iniquity, but you have delivered yourself. So there's a lot that we can say here just in these couple verses. First and foremost, Ezekiel as the prophet is appointed as a watchman, over the house of Israel. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to draw a parallel to the modern Christian in our modern day. Because the Christians, we do need to speak out against sin. Now, we don't need to do it in hateful ways like that, um, the, uh, uh, one church that decides they're going to hold up, you know, God hates fags signs. Um, it was at Westboro Baptist Church. That is not a Baptist church. That is not a group of Christians. That is an absolute cult. They do not speak for God. They do not speak for Christians. They do not live or understand the scriptures. Although God does consider homosexuality a sin, that does not mean God hates the facts, as their sign says. And the reality is the sin is what is destructive. It is not the person necessarily. But a lot of, and a lot of people have been drawn into that. Like if you look at the, the current rates right now, they're saying, you know, so many more kids are gay and they're all, they've always been this many. They're just, no, no, no. They've been indoctrinated. And it's been the plan of the people uh, who have been trying to spread that message. It's the same with the, the homosexual agenda and the LGBT agenda. Yes, it does exist. You can go back and read it. If you want to see one fascinating resource, look at uh, Tammy Bruce's early writings back from the 80s. You know, uh, Of course, she's now a conservative on Fox, um, which is baffling to me. Uh, but back at that time, you know, she was a and she hasn't changed her lifestyle, by the way. She is still a lesbian. Uh, she is still a uh, 
feminist. She was a, a, a third wave lesbian feminist, I believe. And uh, she wrote in her books that the agenda, this is, and she's speaking of, of her own people, of her own time, of her own politics. We want, he, she writes in one of her books, I forget which one, uh, sex addicted culture, because it drives the pornography, which leads to more homosexuality. That's exactly what they said. And uh, in, in, in her book, and this is what she speaks about a lot, because the issue we have is that when you find a sin, and I'm not harping on that one specifically, obviously adultery and, and uh, anger and murder and all these other things are sins as well. And God sees, now God doesn't see all sin uh, perfectly equal. <laughs> well, that's a whole video for another day. I've talked about it in the past, but there are certainly some sins that are, are worse, some sins that are you know, if you have to commit one sin, you know, you want to commit a sin of, of, uh, of anger rather than a sin of murder. Okay, murder is certainly one of the highest degrees of sins, far above homosexuality or anything else. Homosexuality actually sits at the same level as adultery and fornication. So all of them, none of those three are necessarily worse. All of them in the Old Testament law carry with them the penalty of death. All right. And we have to understand that. So why are we harping on this, looking at this text from Ezekiel? Because as Christians, we are the ones that know, at least we should know, uh, more often than not, we don't, but these are, we are the ones that should know, at least we should know the, um, the word of God and what is sin. Now, is it better to declare out, God hates all the facts, or is it better to just sit down and say, um, hey, let's have a discussion about why? Now, a pagan is not bound to the word of God, but we do need to use the word of God to talk to pagans about the importance of obeying God. They may or may not listen. In fact, more often than not, they will not. But that's where the rest of this Ezekiel verse comes into play. This Ezekiel verse comes into play because it says, if you do not warn them, their blood is on your hands. So if you have the opportunity to bring up the word of God and to address sin in the life of a sinner, if you have that, all right, then it is your imperative, it is your absolute imperative to get out there and tell them about that sin. But if you do not, if you have that opportunity, you do not that sin, the, the penalty of their sin does rest on you. And that is really the, the principle. So as we look into the LGBT movement and the, uh, we'll just use that as a blanket covering for all of the, the viewpoints. We look at the abortion issues. Uh, and then we look at general things like how are your churches dealing with people involved in affairs and things like that. We have to be gentle. That is true. But we don't necessarily have to be super nice. I am reading right now the book by John MacArthur, uh, I think it's called Unleashing Jesus, if I remember correctly. It's a fascinating look at the life of Jesus and how he's not always this nice, meek, and subtle guy. He's going into the temple issues. He's going to how he confronts the Pharisees and things like that. And this really is an important principle to look at because we as Christians, as Matt Walsh often says, you know, we, uh, we think that Christianity just means to be nice. And no, we do not have to sit down and just be nice all the time. What we have to do is we have to preach a sound gospel with as much love as we can muster. And we have to preach that sound gospel um, with 
uh, with boldness of the Word of God, not worrying if we're going to necessarily offend somebody. Because I got news for you. The left right now, any mention that such a thing is a sin is immediately hate speech to them. You are immediately a white supremacist, Nazi, um, kitten killer, and name every other bad thing you can say about somebody because they are so unhinged. This is why we cannot sit back and say absolutely nothing. We have to approach it with as much love as possible, but with as much truth as possible. That is where Ezekiel sits. We'll read the text again. I have appointed you as a watchman of the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, warn them from me. When I say to the wicked, you will surely die, and you do not warn him, or speak out to warn the wicked from his wicked way that he may live, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet, if you have warned the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness or his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered yourself. So the final principles, we have to be as loving as we can, as gracious as we can. We have to help everybody in whatever need we are capable of helping with, regardless of how they live their lifestyle. But when it comes to discussing matters of faith, we have to speak the truth. So if you're going to a church that says, it's okay if you're gay, I'm sorry, you got to get out of there. God's lightning bolts might be coming and you may very well be contributing to the sin and the iniquity of a person. And that is not a place you want to be at. So that is the message here today. Thank you for watching. Have a look at the website, rwalkinchrist.com, if you want to find more resources and things like that. And with that, thank you for watching and hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.